Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You. A friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Woohoo! Celebrate <laughs> good time. Come on! It's a celebration. Um, is it a celebration though, this year that we've had? <laughs> yeah, but we got to the end of it. We finally got Wait to the end second. of it. <laughs> oh no, we haven't. Oh, well, oh, I thought you meant the podcast. We have <laughs> got to the end of that. Celebrate that. We've got our bubbly. We actually have. I hope you'll cheers. Sound effect. Yeah, didn't put that on in post. That was an actual live sound effect. (laughs) Um, We hope you'll join us in a glass of something sparkling to celebrate the end of series three of the podcast. Um, Join us with (laughs) Israeli science. Israeli's finest. Oh yeah, Israeli's finest champagne. As Ross would do. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Um, this uh, series of the podcast started way back when in November 2019. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So we uh, we had as well. I'm including as the special episode. We did a Thanksgiving episode, so I'm including that in this series. Yes. And uh, the series officially started March 2020. Before we knew what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's really our start. Yeah. You know, the Thanksgiving was a little something special we slipped you. It was, but we're going to be including it. We're going to be talking about it in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we did a couple and then a hiatus until December 2020. <laughs> I'd forgotten it had been that sort of long in between. So apologies for everyone for that long gap. Thank you for staying with us, if you did. If you didn't, well... For you, <laughs> yeah, there's some quality stuff in this series. Um, how is how has your year been? Oh, um, I wish you'd asked me if I asked you to prep for that because I could have made a good sort of reference to one of these. Oh, right, um, <laughs> and my name was Lola. Oh, <laughs> really like it. Um, yeah, you know, you know, but well, we did it. have a sort of um reference. Um, related to our situation because we're right at the start of the series we said about um you chose the one where uh rachel has to move out of monica's apartment oh yes just yeah. as i was moving out of your apartment indeed so that happened that's one thing to take off <laughs> yeah so we're in a different location so apologies if the sound quality over the series has changed because we're in uh, multiple locations now we have to try and uh, do these when we can no reference in friends like a pandemic. No. So. <laughs> no, we're not. Every, not everything has been covered. <laughs> so this series of the podcast, we did a reverse of last series. Well, not quite a reverse. We chose our favourite character episodes yes. last series, and we did the same this series, but we swapped characters. Mm-hmm. And well, we carried on with our randomizer. So we did. If you're uh, used to the podcast, we do some random episodes as well. And I think the randomizer chose us some good ones. It's always been quite kind to us, the randomizer. It has, it has. But we had three in this series. So we had, I'm including the Thanksgiving episodes. So I'm going to say we had 11 episodes in this series. Yes. Three of them came from series six. Well, we did sort of mention that as we were going along, didn't we? (laughs) And I think... The last series we said the same, that it felt very well, heavy. Would you like to give? Would you like me to give you some stats? I I would love that. In top spot is series six with seven episodes overall. Whoa! Most of them are on two, two ish. Yeah. But yeah, series six has got seven episodes. 
poor old season five, one episode. Oh. Which came in this series of our podcast. Whoa. So, you see, if you had um, me to guess, I would have said I thought series one, we hadn't had any. We've had two from series one, oh. four from series two, four from series... Se- 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 I'm mixing up season and series now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for season four from season three, two from season four, one from season five, seven from season six, two from season seven, two from season eight, four from season nine, and one from season ten. Oh, wow. So, yeah, ten and... Uh, what's the one I literally just said? <laughs> Five. Well, let's let's try and get some from there next time. Oh, so season ten, we only got one. And again, yeah. that was this only this series that we did, season ten. It was, yeah, the one with the late Thanksgiving. So up until this point, we hadn't seen those series. No. And I remember you did say you didn't think we had many from the later no, series. No, so I mean, right. season 10 was slightly shorter in the number of episodes, but still, that shouldn't um, preclude it. No. Well, it, it goes to show that we are paying attention because we always say we get series 6. And I think that randomizer gives us series 6 quite a lot. Yeah, I think it favours series 6. I think I think there's something wrong with that randomizer. We do have an official adjudicator, I have to stress. So that is a, a salacious rumour. Well, we had three um, random episodes this series, mm. and two of them were in series six. So oh you draw your own conclusions from that. Yeah, I mean, you're never quite sure with those random number generators. Yeah, something about an algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a few things that we brought up while doing this series that we thought, hmm, that seems like it's a recurring thing. A theme, if you will. A theme, but a sort of abstract theme. (laughs) For example, Phoebe. Yeah? I say to you, never get brought up in your summaries. Let's just say that I just Google the summaries. (laughs) Yeah. Not Not my personal summaries. That sounds like you've written the summary yourself. Yeah, the summary that you Google... Phoebe rarely comes up. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that. Let's put that theory to the test. You've got some stats for me. I've got some stats. So, as you say, we are counting eleven eps in this series of the podcast. Would you like to guess how many of those summaries do not mention Phoebe? Do not mention Phoebe. Well, um, how many do not mention Phoebe? It can't be a huge amount because she is one of the main characters. Out of 11, I'd say three. Seven. No way! Seven. And it really should be eight, um, because in the one with the bullies, you actually got your synopsis from IMDb. Yeah. Because the original synopsis you had didn't mention Phoebe, and she was a really big part of it, so you looked for another one. So it would have been eight out of 11. Oh, dear. That is bad. (laughs) That is shocking. Also, yeah, I did sort of think for a while I should get my summaries elsewhere and then was too lazy to change. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think, well, yeah, I was going to say before you said that, do you think it's just that Phoebe has storylines that aren't, I don't know, aren't easy to summarise or aren't quite a sort of chunky thing? But if you say, oh, it's one Mm. where she was mainly in it. Yeah, I guess, because we have said before that we think Phoebe is a good sounding board for the other mm. characters. And that might mean she's not really integral to that storyline. Yeah. She plays a big part in it. But as you say, not really 
easy to summarise that. Yeah, because I remember the one when you started talking about that theory and it was where she has the dream. It was one of the Thanksgiving ones and she has the dream about um, Jack and it was, yeah, she wasn't included in the summary, but it was a bit like all, all she did was have a dream. <laughs> but I feel like another character might get that. Yeah. And the one where, um, the one with Joey's award. Yeah. She was mentioned in the summary, but just to say that she had a love interest. Oh, right. Which was that guy, Jake. Oh, yeah. That she tried to calm off on or tried to pretend that he was into Monica. I guess that wasn't really much of a storyline. Mm. We didn't really see Jake apart from that one scene. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... <laughs> yeah, that is... So we're going to have to do something about that next time. What I was thinking was, you know that podcast um, that we often reference? I don't know why we can't say it. Doughboy's podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it said bug pod in this. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, but we often talk about, yeah, Doughboy's because, yeah, it's the American one we listen to, so yeah. a lot of our American references come from that. <laughs> um, but they do, when they do, they do a different chain restaurant every time. One of them does their own little summary, little sort of voiceover um, at the start. Yeah, but really in-depth. Yeah, and well, I'm suggesting that's a little job for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. If you're, if you're so concerned about these summaries, you're yeah, going to have to write them. But- what he does is, it's about like, I don't know, Wendy's or something, but he'll make it about the American Civil War. Yeah. And then somehow manage to wheedle it his way into being about Wendy's. Yeah. Is that what you can do? How about beat me? Right. Okay. Next time I'll try it and see whether it's possible. Well, we could try. I mean, because we watched the episode, so we could try and come up with our own summary. I suppose so. But it is quite interesting to see what other people think. Because I think we said this before, that another podcast slash radio show we listen to, mm. um, the Josh Whittakin Show. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. They once did a um, sort of ranking of friends, or someone said, oh, Phoebe is the best one. Oh, yeah. And then they all mocked him. Yeah, that's true. And I think that a lot of people don't like Phoebe. Yeah. Even though... I. I think if they watch it in retrospect... Well, I was going to say, I think now, in retrospect, people do mm. prefer Phoebe. She's much more of a modern... Yeah, I suppose so, ...woke yeah. vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, after all, Lady Gaga likes her. Exactly. <laughs> and we always look to Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, yeah. So I wonder whether she's sort of a bit of an overlooked character. Cool. Evidence suggests... Yeah, that evidence is just that. Uh, origin story as well is not as clear as the other friends. Yeah, that's true. It's sort of reference that um, she it was she shared a flat with Monica, but there's not really any clear indication of how she's in that friends group as strong as it is for everyone else. No, I get. I don't really remember that being her being. It's yeah. They talk about it, and um, it. I don't think it lasted very long because. Um, understandably they're quite different so Mon- it, Monica's neatness annoyed her <laughs> yeah I can't imagine that would get on that but well. you wouldn't think that yeah those two like Phoebe and Monica are probably the most separate out of all the characters and in fact we did reference that in one of the episodes we said if they were without the other characters yeah. we said we didn't think that they would stay friends yeah they're sort of friends that would drift apart 
So maybe that, do you think they met because it was a roommate thing? Yeah, because people say, oh, there's, it's not really even explained how that came about. But I just thought, well, that's the sort of thing that happens, though, isn't yeah. it? When you live in a city, you flat share when mm. you're in your 20s. So you just are with random people and then you do... Because she's got that spare room. Yeah. And even though, as we know, the flats are steel. Yeah. <laughs> maybe in your early 20s, you still need that money. Yeah. Or just, you know, we want to live with someone. with someone else, yeah. Yeah, so poor Phoebe. That's, that's right. the summary of that. So summary is you're writing all the next summaries. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so another theme you... I mean, you are mainly proposing themes. Um, <laughs> I, I sat back. <laughs> so another theme you proposed was... Uh, well, I think you proposed it, the coffee house start. I did suggest this, yes. This has been less successful. Yeah, do you regret this one now once you've looked back? Yeah. I mean, you did mention that you thought this was more more of an early friends thing. Yes. I think, yeah, the concept of it starting, so the pre-credit scene being in the coffee house, I think was more of an early series thing. So we proposed that in this series of the podcast, um, but... There were a lot of later ones, so it didn't necessarily bear out in this series, but yes. I do think it is worth keeping an eye on. I think so too. Because actually, we only had out of the 11 episodes, mm. four Coffee House starts. Yeah, that's not that's not great showing for me. But we also, not only did we have sort of later ones, but we also had very situational ones. So, um, like a couple of Thanksgiving ones, which yes. tend to be obviously because you're Thanksgiving in, in your together with your friends in the apartment and perhaps the coffee house would be even be closed on thanksgiving mm. i don't know what the vibe is in yeah well we had book. three seasonal episodes because we had the one with the late thanksgiving the one with the holiday armadillo oh, and yes. the one with the football which was another thanksgiving oh uh, yeah so the holiday armadillo was our official christmas one that yep. we picked as a christmas episode and the um late thanksgiving was our thanksgiving one yeah and then you chose for your Monica episode, the one with the football. Yes. Which was also Thanksgiving. So, yeah, we have had quite a few mm. this time. One thing we said wrapped up in that was, I guess... In fact, we had another one. I've just realised there was another one. Because there, there was the one where Ross got high. That was also a Thanksgiving episode. Oh, yeah. We've got Thanksgiving coming out of our ears in this. Of course, I forgot about that. Yeah, so that was the one that was um, mostly set in Monica's apartment. Yes, that's right. We didn't we didn't move from there at all, did we? Because people went, went out, into... Went out into the corridor. Oh, that's right, yes. And then there was... Oh, there was one scene in Joey Joey's apartment. Yeah, Joey's, Joey's mm. apartment. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're really ra- racing yeah, through those was, Thanksgiving episodes. That was a random one, wasn't it? So, yeah, <laughs> we won't have any to go for for our next Thanksgiving. No, we won't. We've still got the rumour. Well, that was the only one I was thinking about. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> your fella. Your fella. <laughs> oh, yeah, your fella. Thank you. Not to my fella anymore. Oh. Unless he gave something away. <laughs> Don't know what's happening. Yeah, you know there was that rumour that they got back together or there was something going to happen between them again. Are you talking about uh, J-Lo and uh, 
But I, yeah, I know. <laughs> wow, this is all that <laughs> early 2000s, mid 2000s. Yeah, getting get couples together. getting back together. No, I didn't hear about that, Brad and Jen. Um, they, it was a, now was it last year? I mean, time doesn't mean anything anymore, does it? But um, that one where they met in a war ceremony oh, yeah. and they sort of like were quite huggy kissy. Right. And something about, oh, was it staged and was they, were they like trying to meet each other yeah. at that point? Right. And there were some rumours about them getting mm. back together because it was after he split from... Oh, yeah. The other one. Angela. <laughs> the other <laughs> one. Whatever her name is. Can't remember. Angela. Angela. <laughs> being a Hollywood name. Angela. Angela Jolly. <laughs> <laughs> you know Bradley and Angela <laughs> Bradley and Angela yeah, you met them on a cruise <laughs> another thing brought up yes, by me by you which again I think has sort of fallen down um, was the well I hadn't coined the list because I hadn't remembered the correct terminology but the ring structure yes a classic ring structure so the pre-credits scene situation would link to the end mm. post credits. Almost like a continuation mm. of that of that storyline scene type thing. So I think the one that that was brought up in was the one with Joey's award. Yeah. Where Joey comes in and says about the kissing not Warren Buffett, <laughs> but Warren BT. Said he wasn't a good kisser. And then the post-credits one, Ross comes in, says to Jerry, I'm a good friend. He kisses him. And yes. And we find out that it's pointless because he hasn't got that job with yeah. Warren Beatty. But that hasn't really stood up. No. But I do, th- again, I do think it's worth keeping an eye on because I do think that's a thing. But I think, the, well, the fact that we've had all those seasonal ones, I think that does affect it. It's slightly different types of episodes. I'm thinking mm. what we, you know, like a normal episode, that is probably a good um, point. Yeah, I guess maybe that's right. Because a lot of them in, um, were sort of related to that start, but weren't like a ring structure, like in the sense you meant. Yeah, so I guess like the one with the late Thanksgiving, it starts obviously with them at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it sort of ends with them at Thanksgiving because it's the same day. Yeah. But it doesn't guess really count because it's like, what else is it going to be? It's something <laughs> yeah. like random. But yeah, that hasn't really, there aren't many where it's actually panned out. Oh, I was going to say another, actually, I've, I've realised I made a mistake here. So the one where um the Warren... BT um, kissing one yeah. was actually the one with Barry and Mindy's wedding. Right. But another one where it happened was um, the one with Jerry's award. But it was like, yeah, the one where he said he's nominated for a um, Soapy. Soapy. Of course, lest we forget. <laughs> Not an Emmy. And then the end scene is with Phoebe winning, pretending to win the award. Oh, yeah. So again, it's not like a very clear cut. Mm. It's not as good as the um, Barry and Mindy's wedding one. Yeah. But sort of a slight link between those two. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think as we go on, we will see more of the classic ring structure. Yeah. The pure. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yes. Back by popular demand. (laughs) 
this is what the fans have been calling for. They're saying, when are you going to do that hit little memory again? When are you going to do it? Well, it's what? <laughs> They're saying, we don't remember, Ram. <laughs> what did we steal this from? CD UK. CD UK? Was it CD? Yeah, CD UK. We didn't get that in this country. Wow. <laughs> well, it was a really good format. <laughs> so it's back. Subseas. Hit, miss, or maybe. So um, we've got some brand new subseas making their appearance. Whoop. And obviously some returners. Returning characters. First subsea we've got is Emma. I'm just gonna pass up on that. We don't we don't um judge babies, judge babies. even though in this um, series of podcasts we saw Emma <laughs> being judged. We saw exactly that. Have we had Emma before? Yes. Yes, we have. And let's face it, she's a hit. She's cute. Hit. Especially in Alicia May Emery's outfit. <laughs> that was good. Um, so we've got the three women in the coffee house. Meg and the gang. <laughs> and the gang. Um, I mean, can you, you can't really differentiate them, so no. they're just going to have to be as a group for judging them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hit. Yay. Hit for both of us. Yeah, you've got to say hit. You can't just put your oh, thumb up. Right. Because I know CD UK had, they sort of put their thumbs up, thumbs down or in the middle. But <laughs> podcast <laughs> listeners can't hear you putting your thumb up. Uh, that was me going up. Uh. <laughs> right, you're right. What's maybe? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I like them. Um, there was sort of Meg and then there was a kind of feisty one that yeah. likes bad men. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that Meg. I think she was the uh, one who saw. No, I think, no, um, Meg was the one that sort of sorted it all out. Oh, was she? And the, kudos, ah. Meg. The, kudos, Meg. <laughs> she get, came up with the logical thing, but um, yeah, the other one was sort of attracted to bad men. Oh, that's right. She found um, Ross actually quite attractive. Yeah. She got shushed by Phoebe. <laughs> she's going on too long. Yeah, they were fun. Russell, in brackets, divorce attorney. Uh, uh, hits. <laughs> you you were taking on the. Uh... I forgot what the yes one. Uh, In fact, ding! I forgot what all of them were. Yeah, he's a hit. He's a hit. A good Asaki comment. Yes. I remember. Uh, have you thought of therapy <laughs> instead of your third divorce? We like him. Now, controversial ones. Okay. The bullies. The bullies. Big and little bully. Big and little bully. Uh. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, um, bad at start, good at end. end. Yeah, we ward to the end, but can we forgive their past mistakes? And also that one of them just reminded you of Eddie. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm almost convinced he's the same actor. Someone we didn't really see very, we saw only very briefly, um, getting into Phoebe's family, Mrs. Buffet. Oh, yes. As in, not her mother, but... Yeah. The... Wife of Frank Buffet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hit? You've got to do it at the same time. Maybe. That noise is indistinguishable (laughs) from when you started. I've literally made every different noise every single time I made it. I think think it's just quite hit. I think that was quite a good uh, character. She sort of made that joke about um, he's gone out for groceries, so we're expecting... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, like, what, 30 years ago or something oh, like that. So yes. we're expecting many times soon. I'd forgotten that joke. 
Yeah, I suppose so. She doesn't really make much of an appearance. No, but I think in the small appearance she does, she gets a joke in, so... I suppose so. Ah, uh, now, Frank Jr. Yeah, we've had him before, haven't we? Yeah, I think so. I think in that is that... Oh, like Frank Jr. He's, just, he's a bit annoying, isn't he? Yeah, I, I think he's obviously he's you know, a good actor, but I just find that character a bit annoying. Um, now, there's one here that I don't... The, uh, the Walthams. I don't know who that is. Well, yeah, because I remember at the time I said, do you remember who that, what their surname is? And you didn't. So you didn't even learn now I caught you. Oh. Are you going to let me know? <laughs> no. Oh, I can have a vote. Please, <laughs> on Emily's parents. Oh, of course. Well, mm, that's tricky because... Don't like them, but like the actors. Okay. I think, yeah, the characters, you know, that's quite a good character. Yeah, you're not supposed to like them as people. No. You, I suppose as characters. They play very good, well. They're good value. Drunk um, drunk tours around the uh, cellar. Who doesn't want that? And also, um, Jennifer Saunders. You can't put her down. No, well, I talked about her, how much I loved her last time, and it remains true to this day. Of course. She's she's on your um, dream dinner list guest. She is. Lest we forget. Well, as I said at the time, aside, well, I said at the time, aside from family, she's my favourite person, and then you made me to change it to aside from family and friends, she's my favourite person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't received the thank you cards from your friend yet. Yeah. But... I don't think they listen. Wait. <laughs> Oh, not good friends then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jennifer's back up. She's up then. Um, Emily, we've done before. Always a miss. We always we don't like her. Well, I mean, this this series we saw her where she said like one line or something. Oh yeah. She didn't get a very big part in uh, the one after Ross says Rachel. Annoying accent, bad all round. Ben again, child policy comes into play. <laughs> I didn't know about this child policy. Well, but also he's wearing a very cute outfit in one of these episodes. Yeah, he's got. I think, I think he's really good in uh, the one with the holiday armadillo as well. I think he's he does he plays oh, a good part. Yeah, we like that bit where he's sort of tracing um, Chandler's buckle as Santa. Oh yeah, it seems like a very kid thing to do. Whether he was told to do that or just did it naturally, very cute. A lot of major D is showing up on this series. Well, by a lot, I mean two. Yeah, we like to eat out. Um, the major D at Monica's didn't actually speak, so I guess he's more of a BA background artist. Oh right, well, when you say all BA, when you say BA, I think business analyst. Oh, I thought you could say British Airways. <laughs> no, I thought well, I don't, don't remember any business analysts in this. <laughs> the major D for Michelle does get a speaking part, so he's an official subsidy. I mean, do we remember him enough to rank him? Um, no. Well, I remember him saying that the table is going to be 45-minute wait, which is annoying because they booked. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I didn't get it down. No. I'm blaming it. I'm blaming that entire thing on him. <laughs> He's a miss. Miss. Mm. Although, should we, during this time, not be um, praising uh, oh, service colleagues? That's so, true. Okay, maybe. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> he doesn't get ranked up that much. <laughs> Gunther we've already had. Yeah. He's a hit. Always a hit. We love Gontham. <laughs> oh, no, this is a good one. Salesman at the Armadillo costume place. Uh, uh, hit! Big hit, that one. He was really fun. Got a bit of a, and again, a sort of sarcastic lining. 
Yeah. So yeah, some some scenes get do get some good lines. Yeah. So he said about um, do you want those trousers? <laughs> oh yeah. Or something. No, take it. Do you want to take those trousers back? Even uh, though yeah. Russ is wearing them. <laughs> yeah. What a diss. What a diss. Um. Now, so now we get some of Joey's co-stars. Yes. There's a there's a high chance I'm not going to remember these people. I know, and they're not really making much of an impression. So Olivia is the one he's um, got the romantic scene with. Right. I mean, I think a lot of these are going to be maybes. Yeah. I mean, you're not really getting enough from them. I do sort of remember at the time saying I haven't been watching this, and you got quite cross because I hadn't been paying attention. That is correct. So <laughs> there's a there's a chance that could happen again. And then we've got Christian Sanders. Who was the one that Joey said was gay? I don't. I think we saw him, mm. or if we did, he was just in the background. Yeah. Yes, he didn't speak. Whereas Chase Lasseter was the one who came up to try and chat up um, Rachel. Right. Well, I can do him. Boo uh, mm. boo. I mean, he. Uh, though to be fair, he did sort of back off when she said. Back off. Back off. <laughs> I think I'm just putting these all as maybe. Okay, mark them as maybes. <laughs> Um, then we've got our one and only subsea from the woman football, Ma. Ma, ha. She was one of our bigger um, subseas this time. Yeah, subsea a... with actual storyline. Yeah, and sub not a regular subsea, a one-off yeah. subsea. Can't really remember what I said about her this time. But... Um, we said we quite liked her sassiness oh. at the end because she was just like, no, I actually decided I don't want either of you. Yeah. Which, you know, respect. Um, no. Maybe. I mean, she was. She didn't add that much. I no. In the episode. Another um, a sassy sub-character. Yeah. Chapel attendant. <laughs> Yeah, we couldn't really remember what to call her. Chapel receptionist. Receptionist, or whatever. Yeah, in uh, the one after Vegas. Uh Uh-huh. While still in Vegas. (laughs) Um, Yeah, maybe. Because I don't really, I mean, not sort of like one line. Yeah. No running in the chapel. Yeah, not to run. Right. It wasn't really much of a great line. Now, the hitchhiker. Oh yeah. Not non rapist slash murderer hitchhiker. But yeah. <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. Didn't really like him. Didn't didn't make much of an impact. You did you didn't warm to him, put it no, that way. He didn't. Although he did do some good driving while they're both asleep. Yeah, so. and he liked car games. <laughs> so maybe he's a, a luke a lukewarm. Yeah. Kid. We're getting on to some people in Ross's university. Yep. Mr. Morse and Lewis. Morse and Lewis. Whoa. AKA one's called Ned and the other we don't know. The students. Yeah. Um, mm. Miss. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, oh, just annoying stoner dudes. Just two typical stoner dudes. And also, um, don't pull that trick. There are some people that are actually trying here. Yeah, so they're a mix, I think. Yeah. And then the lecturers, Mr. Fredrickson and Winston. Again, a non-speaking part. Um, mm. Maybe. You've got to really get maybe for a non-speaking part. Yeah. But I did like their judgmental looks. <laughs> and then let's get us through some more of um, Joey's co-stars slash just actors. 
Um, so we saw quite a lot in the um, award ceremony, but I guess the only ones that are really notable were Jessica Ashley. Yeah. The one who won. Yes. And then not bothered. Yeah. I think we know where that's going. <laughs> oh! Um, well, well, hold on, you have for me. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> well, I just think, yeah, that, um, quite liked her uh, pretending to like it and then... I think she played it quite well. It's not like the the character. I forgot about that again. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was quite good. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll put her as maybe as well. Yeah, you can't just say no to all the what that that have mean characteristics. (laughs) They've been given that role. I forgot that. (laughs) And then Gavin Grant, who won instead of Joey. We didn't ever find out whether he was the one who survived his own cremation. Oh, but yeah. I like to think he was. <laughs> yeah, so we did. We, he didn't speak, though, did he? No, we just saw him win. Yeah. And also, when you'd written Gavin Grant, I thought it was Gavin from, uh, you know, Rachel's. Oh yeah, of part course. Of, from yeah. one scene. Oh, I like Gavin. Um, Gavin Grant. Mm. Ding! I liked him. <laughs> you didn't hear the little speaking part. <laughs> he looked really happy about winning. I don't even remember him. What's going on? <laughs> Well, I remember it quite clearly. I don't think you've really got the rules of hit miss, maybe. <laughs> well, make your own rules. <laughs> okay, now well, let's get on to some significant others. Yeah, S.O.'s. S.O.'s, Jake. Jake, Which Phoebe's. was Phoebe's boyfriend for one app. She was, um, I think we mentioned earlier, where she was saying to Monica, oh, that guy's looking at you. Oh, and yeah. And then they have kind of a passionate relationship in comparison to Chandler and Monica's boring relationship. Yes, correct. But we said, why would, what would he, she see in him? So oh. let's see how oh, it's Yeah, that's, that's preempted it. Boom, miss. Yet another weird Phoebe boyfriend. Yeah. She, she knows how to pick him, doesn't she? Janice, we've had before. Richard, we've had before. Yes. Barry. We haven't seen Barry yet, have we? Um, I don't know. I lost track. Mm. Let's mark him anyway. Okay. Mm. Barry's straight up. Miss. Along with, oh, we should rank these maybe at the same time, Mindy. Mm. Mm. Miss. I mean, seemingly the only reason they invite her is to humiliate Rachel. Yeah, not a good look by Barry and Mindy, I have to say. Not a good friend, Mindy. Barry, what are you doing? And also in the same um, episode, we see the best man, the wedding singer, and Mr. and Mrs. Weinberg. Right. Wedding singer doesn't, he's again a BA, background artist. Business analyst. He just did some good background artist work. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Weinberg just making some sort of sassy comments. Yeah. I quite like them though. Mr. Weinberg, yeah, because does Mrs. Weinberg speak? Yeah, because um, she says, oh, what, when Mr. Weinberg says, oh, we didn't think we'd see that much of you. Yeah. It's good to see you again, um, Rachel. Yeah. We didn't think we'd see that much of you. Because yeah. the hanging out. Um, when she's going up the aisle. Um, and Mrs. Weinberg says, you said you didn't see anything. That's it, I remember, That's yeah. That's it. That's all they got. But I quite like them. Yeah. We'll give them a hit. We'll give them a hit. And then the best man did the classic joke. When you met Rachel, I don't know, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? 
And they said, well, if you're allowed to use the same band, I'm allowed to use the same joke. Yeah, poor joke. Miss. It's a miss. And then the only last one we've got is Janine. Again, have we had Janine before? We've had Janine before. Oh, yeah, of course. We've talked about her dislike, dislike of her before. Routine. the routine. Of course. A lot of subsies this series, though. Yeah. And then um, just leaving some of our best subsies to last. Yes. Um, Jack and Judy. Jack and Judy are favourites. We see them twice in this series. Thank goodness. Which is always nice. Always a hit. And in the reunion as well, because we're not including the reunion. Oh, yes, of in course. This, in our series, but we did do it and uh, including that as well. Oh, yeah. Um, no need to rank them. We know the answer. Always the best. Always the best. Well, in fact, we'll come on to best friend. But Judy gets an honourable mention in our best friends. You almost chose her as your best friend. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh. In the one where Ross got high. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, she was great in that. And then the only other one we've got left <laughs> is um, one from a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Monica Zane. Monica Zane. <laughs> Love that that has got a sub scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah, it was an important part of uh, the one with the late Thanksgiving. She was so stressed out, the vein was popping. I mean, it was annoying we didn't really get to see it. I think makeup could have done a sort of oh yes, that would have been that. quite good. But we get, are we ranking it? Oh yeah, uh, uh, hit. <laughs> Hit for Monica's vein. But always, guys, if you've got a vein popping out, just go that checked by a doctor. Just go that checked. If it's new, it might be feeding a brain tumour. But it might not, so don't panic. Don't but get panic, it checked. But just always... But calmly go to your doctors and get it checked. Unless you're America and you can't afford one because they've got a clap system. Judging. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Correct judgment. <laughs> and that concludes... Our subsies. Hit, miss, maybe. Um, might I just say we came up with some things to be patented during this series? Oh, great. Have you got the patent in... not on the phone? Not patent office on the phone. Such, because I think. To get a patent, you sort of need to have an original idea. Ah. Turns out quite a lot of ours already in use. <laughs> okay. Hit me with it. Well, no. I don't know. I don't know about this first one, whether this is in use. I haven't checked this one. Ah, okay. But Bye. we came up with the idea of an electronic tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm just going to have to just quickly look that up because if that's not a thing you sort of think it should be in this day and age i wonder whether it like maybe in the far east somewhere they're doing it they're sort of better at technology aren't they yeah um so the idea was uh ross didn't want to have three divorces on his tombstone phoebe said you can have anything on your tombstone um and we came up with the idea of a electronic tombstone so you can it could be changing you have your different Facebook profile picture. I mean, absolutely brilliant idea. And sorry to say, so brilliant that it, it has been taken mm. according to, I mean, I, I won't say the publication because I don't want to give them any more um, publicity. 
But um, Digital Tombstone is unveiled in Slovenia in World First. Oh, right. What year and was that? that? was 2017. Oh, well, we weren't too far behind. No, I mean, though they sort of thought of the idea and actually created it. So. Right. Is it done with like an iPad thing, as your team was saying? I mean, yeah, it looks like just a massive iPad. Yeah, it's a good idea, especially if you've got lots of things you want to say about yourself. Just have a rolling news ticker. <laughs> I suppose so. This person's um, got quite a lot of photos and just like a big blurb. And also you could have sort of had one year, but when it's your birthday, a sort of, you know, like on Twitter with balloons coming up. <laughs> is that appropriate? Oh, I don't know. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? You chose well, it. Um, so the weatherproof device is available for sale now. How many euros do you expect to be paying for that? Um, well, do they uh, do they sort of have to keep updating it? So have they, have they got this sort of... So, I think I don't think I think the updating thing is is sort of our idea. It looks oh, like right. It's, oh, just well. Wow. Okay, well, so we could still paint that bit of it. I suppose so. A five hundred euros. Joking. Three thousand. Well, it's just sort of an iPad. Five hundred euros is like <laughs> basic for like that's a cheap headstone. Well, yeah. You're yeah. gonna. You're gonna. Well, no, you I've, die. You're gonna cause a shock basically i've just bought a cheap ipad and put it as a t- my tombstone that's the idea <laughs> okay well this is quite a bit bigger than an ipad right um another thing we came up with was the brand or i came up with it, there was a brand moo moo melon <laughs> how's that been taken? that's already exists no you're yeah. joking no the name moo melon is uh, yeah is out there I mean, to be fair, you did come up with it by accident because you actually thought that was the name of Lululemon. Yes, and? <laughs> I can't, but I I'm surprised that Lululemon hasn't sort of tried to stop that. Well, it's maybe they have. obviously a takeoff of that. Yeah, no. Well, what, three points of difference? Three yeah. M's instead of three L's. <laughs> True. Different fruit. Uh, Zoom speed dating. I mean, we were pretty sure this must be a thing already. Yeah. I mean, that was one of our less adventurous. No, yeah. That's gone. And also, post-COVID, no point. No, you were too slow. And then the sort of things that we, you know, we, we already had existed and we, we we gave them to the world. Yes. Virtual Guess Who. Virtual Guess Who. Are people playing that? I hope so. <laughs> we put it out there. So it's Guess Who, the idea of Guess Who, but you just have to remember the people in your head. So you have to remember what Frank looks like. And then, was Frank one of them? Frank was one of them again. Herman, Robert, Claire, Sam, Anita. You have to remember them, <laughs> and yeah, play it virtually. Who, which guess who character am I thinking of? The other person has to guess. Then that is expanded to which celebrity am I thinking of? The person has to guess, and then just which person in the world am I thinking of? The person has to guess. <laughs> um, but we did uh, mention whether we thought they had guess who in America. Oh yeah, Do we and think... we said it was Google called Guess. Yeah, Guess, like Clue. Yeah, but it is just called Guess Who. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, I know they they missed a trick there. Yeah, it was originally American. Oh right, but not with those characters, right? Because we said they probably have the ones like Chad with. Dark hair and perfect teeth. Yes. Um, I mean, it's it's difficult to tell, but I think America and UK are the same are the same people. Hmm. I can't imagine anyone like in America with a big nose like Robert Scott. No. I mean, you said that at a time. <laughs> but it... And we said they all look the same because of the plastic surgery. But 
I guess in the 1979 when they had it out in America, maybe they didn't have plastic surgery, <laughs> so people did look like Robert or Claire. <laughs> you also came up with a few things, or, well, you told told the world about a few of your things, which is your um, age gap rules. Yes, thank you. So it was about Richard and Monica, and you have certain rules about how big the age gap's allowed to be. Yes, and I said... It has to be, the rule is that you cannot legally, legally, legally have the person as a father or mother. So the biggest age gap is 15 years. Do you know how big the age gap between Monica and Richard is? No, we had a guess of it, didn't we? But I don't think we ever settled on a number. Well, I looked it up. Yeah. And the consensus seems to be 21 years. Oh dear. They are falling foul to that. No, not allowed to date, according to you. The other one you had uh, was your alcohol rules, when you can drink alcohol. There was a lot of different stipulations (laughs) of that that got changed throughout the episode. Yeah, well, you sort of wore me down and stuff, so... Well, yeah, I mean, you were sort of, just because you like gin and tonic, you were allowing a gin and tonic earlier than other spirits and mixers. I want to keep saying the word preperandial, but I will have to keep saying the word preperandial because that's really where this thing right. hinges on. Right, fair enough. I think we I think we got to the bottom of it, really. Well, yeah, but at one stage you were claiming a mimosa was a cocktail, but you were allowed a pure glass of champagne. Yeah, but that's the person remember I have forgotten what a mimosa was, <laughs> to be fair to me. <laughs> to be fair to you. Um, and finally, you came up with the term portmanteau pun, or did you? <gasps> Do not tell me that I have not come up with that, because well, I 100% have. Now, a little tip for anyone searching Google, if you put something in quotation marks, it searches it as a phrase. So, search portmanteau pun as a phrase, something from 2014. No, unbelievable. As I don't smoke, I'm currently going sober for October. A clever little rhyme, but I'd much rather have a portmanteau portmanteau pun. Um, Right. One from 2013. 2013. A functioning portmanteau pun. I like how she sort of said that. Like, we're all saying that as if that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, And thus, another one... uh, it thus demonstrates the deep structuring logic behind Joyce's footnote for Manto Pan. Right, this is annoying because I <laughs> almost like there was no way I've heard of Portmanto Pan before. I, I came up with that in my head. There's no such thing as an original idea. Well, this is my thing. That was remember my. <laughs> That's not an original idea. That is the, the... <laughs> the, There's no such thing as an original idea. But do you remember my um, Twitter, my original Twitter handle. Yeah. Um, originality is obsolete. And I just um, thought of something and then popped it in Twitter, like searched it. Yeah. And then just retweeted what someone else had thought. Was originality is obsolete or did you look that up? That probably, I mean, again, I kept, that came up with that, but I'm more certain that's probably. Well, that. to be honest, that um, poo poo's the whole idea of a PhD then. <laughs> well, that's why people have to do a PhD in such a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, but I have Googled. You know my PhD, what I want to do. Oh, yeah, well... Have we mentioned that on the podcast before? I think we have, but you have a couple on the go, don't you? Well, um, same face is almost certainly that's gone. Yeah, definitely people doing same face. Same yeah. face couples. Which is, yeah, the, the couples, you pick a, a partner that has similar face structure to you. And I have read an article that suggests that 
you actually mould into each other, like your face oh, right. over time becomes <laughs> more like each other, which I, that's not what I'm... I think it's more that you go for someone who looks like you. a parent. Oh, I thought you were say you because you love you. No, it's more about familiarity. Oh, right. Um, so that's put aside. But the one I really want to do, which I think I have looked up and no one seems to be talking about this, is um, why specifically men because yeah. it does seem to be a more of a male thing like to stand up during um intervals at gigs or you know concerts theaters theater things mm. yeah and it is a is a theory we've seen borne out again and again i have to say and please listeners if you see it note it down and write it <laughs> yeah but also i think it would be quite a good uh phd or dissertation because you could do an observational study where you had um uh hidden observers writing down the number and the of men standing up yeah over a series of yeah theater events and then you could do a behavioral study where you did a survey of men that were standing mm-hmm. up and say can i just ask you why you're standing up um, yeah, and sort of find the reasons behind it. I'm almost certain it's a power thing, control thing. Yeah, but they won't say that, so how are you going to determine that? I mean, this is your Viva now. Yeah. We'll just do your live Viva at the moment. Okay. You have to defend your PhD. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't know this happening. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard to determine, yeah, because they're not going to say it was a power thing, are they? No, but I guess I'd sort of have to ask whether they've got control issues. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, the, the summary of that would just be because I'm a man. And mm. so, yeah, all those things apply. Yeah. I think it is interesting, though. I'm still gutted about portmanteau fun, though. Sorry, sorry. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I did think that out of all of them, that was going to be your original one. I know. Because I wasn't even sure whether that actually worked. You know, something sort of works in your head. Yeah. But in a way, I'm quite glad it does work, but annoyed that other people are. I mean, it was only a few references on Google, so you might you might still be able to be the one that... I could be the one that pushes it. Yeah, gets it in the Oxford Dictionary as their, uh, you know, new entry. That would be a good thing to have on my electronic brain stone. I'd like to pop in an agenda point. Okay. Any other business? You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> if you want to add in an agenda point, you have to clear that by the chair. <laughs> I am. I am the vice chair. <laughs> you don't need to elect a chair. The vice chair is here. <laughs> There's a reference uh, from a few months ago. Do, do you think that made it its way over to America? I hope so. Look up Parish Hanforth Council on YouTube. I mean, it's worth a look. Um, Get the highlights one. Absolutely unbelievable what some of the stuff that's happening out there. Yeah, in local (laughs) councils, they get really cross about stuff. I mean, so angry. I mean, one guy looked like he was possessed. He was so angry. Yeah. (laughs) What gets you to be that state? No, that's another, yeah. We're going into something very deep there. That's not on my AOB. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Come on, give us your AOB then. Any other business? Right. 
I think top of the agenda. Yes. This really needs to be sorted out. Right. An absolute embarrassment on my part. Oh no. <laughs> Is it something that is I would never have picked up or noticed or be bothered by? Yes, because you're... Um, because I famously hate history. Yes, <laughs> she knows it. She knows it. <laughs> um, but our mum likes to listen and I imagine she was not pleased with all of this mess that I... And I think... Also, we... do you have to imagine or did she tell you? Um, well, I think I brought it up to her. I didn't um... think she mentioned it herself. She wasn't that cruel, but she did sort of say, oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, but I think, to be fair to me, I think a lot of things were going on there. To be fair to you, Tudor times was a long time ago. <laughs> to be fair to you, yes, I did it for A-level, but we weren't really going into <laughs> the wives. It was more like, oh, what's Harry Simmons doing in his star chamber? Who knows? No one cares. But what was happening so we were talking about the annulments yes and what originally sparked this conversation was we said about the consummation of the marriage yeah and whether that was still a reason to be annulled yeah and you said oh yeah that was from junior times right and that sort of started this conversation and then everything got sort of mixed up so there was a thing about um consummating the marriage right which was henry's fourth wife anne of cleves all right. The one who famously said she looked like a horse. I was going to say, Dongi. Yeah, the mayor of... That's the only thing I know about Henry A's wives. <laughs> um, a bit cruel. He only saw a picture of her. Oh, and married her. Yeah, but back in those days, people were just doing stuff for, you know... Lols. <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of thinking more for, you know... Um, Marriage rights. Perks. Dip- 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 diplomacy. Right, That I sort see. of thing, yeah. What did you say for marriage rights? Yeah. <laughs> for perks. Perks, for perks. Yeah, for perks. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll marry you. That will... Uh, we'll marry... Um... So-and-so from Spain. Yeah. That... Wilfred Johnson off to... That, whoever the Australian... Does the Australian uh... Prime Minister have anyone? Any children? Oh, I didn't get who you were talking about. But, yeah, that sort of thing. So um, he got divorced from Anne Cleves because it wasn't consummated. Yeah. So that was a separate issue. But the one I was getting confused about, because that's how it sort of started, I said about Catherine Howard, who was his not first wife, but his fifth wife. Right. I mean, it doesn't help that he's got three Catherines and two Anne's. Yeah, I mean, I have, I have literally no idea, so I'm just taking your word for any of this. <laughs> so basically, what I was sort of saying was, Catherine of Aragon, his first wife, he wanted to get an annulment from her because she had married his brother. Right, yes. And so he said, oh, um, there's this Bible verse in um, Leviticus Mm. that states, Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy brother's wife. It is thy brother's nakedness. (laughs) So um, basically, he was sort of like... I mean, it wasn't really because of this. It's because she couldn't give him a son. Mm. He, uses, he uses Bible rules when he suits them. Yeah, that. I know. But he was sort of saying, oh, well, she already married my brother. Mm. So technically, it shouldn't count as marriage anymore. So she married his brother before he Arthur. before she married Henry? Yes. But, Arthur, but he must have known that when he was going into the marriage. Yeah, so that's why it's a convenient mm. excuse. Well, I think I could 
take that down in a court of law. Well, that's why he had to go through divorce, not annulment, because mm. I think that was not the Pope said on your bike. Yeah, come up with a better excuse next time. So that, I mean, probably for people who aren't interested in English history, that's really quite Everyone! <laughs> Sorry? What's that? What's that noise? <laughs> but I feel like I have to clean that up. Okay. Um, just for mum. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or my history teacher who's um, listening. Yeah. Um, some other AOBs. Um, rice is not harmful to birds. It's a myth. On whose authority? This is apparently a famous myth that people put So this is what Richard and um, Monica were saying to each other. Yeah. At Barry Minnie's wedding. Yeah. Sort of chat they're having. Turns out that's a that's a common myth. Not because, true. Yeah, because rice thrown at weddings kills pigeons. Kills pigeons. That's why you should throw it. That's not real. Right. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that does make sense because it's just the same as green, really. Yeah. Okay. People just made it up, don't know why. Um, also, talking about weddings, we talked about tuxedos before. Yes. As being an American thing. Yeah, because we had a couple of weddings here, didn't we? Um, so we had the one after Ross says Rachel and the one with Barry, Mindy, Barry and Mindy's wedding. Mm-hmm. So we uh, were wondering about the tux and do grooms wear tuxes in America? And I had heard that before, mm. um, that that's a thing. And it does, from my research, does seem to be a thing. In America. Well, not only research, but a big thank you to one of our listeners of the podcast. Uh, Beth got in touch to Hi. say uh, that American grooms do normally wear a tux. So straight from an American listener. Thank you very much, Beth. Thanks for confirming. Beth. I read an article in the New York Times that says there might be People are modernising now, and maybe a tux is going out of favour. Right. And a lot of debate online about whether that's more of a, e- whether it should be more of an evening thing. Mm. If you've got an evening wedding, a tux is appropriate. Yeah. A black tux, at least. And if it's a daytime wedding, well, you shouldn't be wearing black tux. Right. I think it's just, yeah, it's just unusual for us, because we associate a tux with, like, a... You know, a dinner party mm. or a dining. We like we or never associate. I'd never see. I'd never think of a tux being worn by a groom. That's a really strange concept to me. But yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, it's so unusual. But clearly a thing. Mm. Uh, while we're on the subject of Beth, yes, thank you. Um, she also mentions about Richard Branson because we said about um the one in England, the one yes, after yeah. Ross says Rachel. Um, and that ver- the fact that Virgin were getting such a plug. Oh, yes, of course. So Beth reminds us that uh, Richard Branson actually flew the Carson crew in return for his little tiny cameo. Oh, I do remember that. I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah, so it wasn't just, I mean, it's kind of a, yeah, a bit of a you scratch my back, I scratch yours. So he gets a bit of a plug for Virgin. And yes. gets a little cameo, but then obviously, yeah, flew Carson crew. Yeah, because we haven't we haven't seen that cameo in the podcast yet, have we? We didn't do the one. No, we didn't. No, we haven't seen the London episode. Um, we just got yeah that one afterwards. But yes, he pops up as a, uh, a store. Yeah, very <laughs> store bad cameo. Like we'll wait until we get out to that episode. But um, yeah, odd. Why he'd want a cameo when he's 
such a bad accent. I I mean, all he had to say is, oh, well, it looks great on you, or something, when Joey tries a hat on, and he's so wooden. I know. Almost feels like he's going to look at the camera any second. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, bad times. Uh, Beth also mentions about, I think it must have been in the same episode, but we were talking about our dad jumping from the first floor window. Oh, yeah. Um, when he was uh, going to get his face cleaned, he jumped uh-huh. out of the first floor window. And she points out that in America, of course, that's not much jeopardy because that's the ground floor. Oh, and we have mentioned that before in the podcast. Yeah. Haven't we? we said, because um, someone mentioned um, first floor, we said, oh, that's the our ground floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you, know, <laughs> you know, when you go to America, it's, it's really confusing. I think that, sorry, America, but I think that's a pretty stupid system. Yeah, that's another, sorry, but yeah, another thing you've got wrong. Yeah, I think you're on the first floor. <laughs> When you're just on the earth, you're you're clearly on the ground floor. <laughs> just to avoid any confusion. Although I sometimes get that when we get um, letters or mail, as the Americans would say, in our flat. I'm sometimes having to think, am I? Because they don't say flat uh, B, C or D or whatever. They say ground first, second. Yeah. I'm trying to think, right, which one's which? <laughs> yeah, because you're ground, ground. but because you've got a basement below, basement yeah. flat below and then first floor. Yeah, it's your ground flat. Even though you've got to go up some little steps. steps. Well, I think that's you. what always confuses me a bit. I'm like, am I ground? Oh, yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm ground. So, yeah, thank you to Beth for getting in touch and being a, a listener of the show. We yeah, appreciate thank it. You. Would you like to say sorry for your American accents throughout the podcast now? I mean, I do. <laughs> I have apologised before. I have said sorry. Um, but... <laughs> it's all done with affection. Come on. That one way sort of about them skipping around um, Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I think was particularly, (laughs) (laughs) particularly of (laughs) us. Sorry, you know, we do love, we do love you, America. We do. We're doing a whole podcast about one of your series, so, you know. Come on. Um, But thank you, yes. It's really nice to hear um, people are getting in touch, other than our mum, who is the biggest fan. So (laughs) thanks to her as well. Oh yeah, of course. For listening, and she gets in touch with a few bits and pieces that I'm sure we'll get onto. But yes, thank you. And you can always—I mean, we'll do this at the end. It sounds like I'm rounding up, but you can always get in touch via Twitter at pod underscore friends. Please do. A few more AOBs. Yeah. Well, should we talk about one of Mum's AOBs? Oh, she is she giving us one? I missed this. Oh well, I remember when we were at home and she told us what a pincenez was. Yeah, but I thought we already knew this. I don't. I think I wasn't there for that conversation. Oh right, I think you were. That it wasn't. A, yeah, the sort of wasn't pincenez. We were trying to say pincenez, but the thing you hold up on a stick. Yes. She told us what it was. I can't remember what it is. I... Oh, did she? Because I looked it up, so I must have been sleeping in that conversation. Oh, well, that's a bit rude to her. No, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, yes, because we said pincenez was the one that obviously pinch your nose. Yeah. Just sat on top. And the one that you hold up is a lorgnette. Lorgnette? Well, I don't think she said that. <laughs> Spell L-O-R-G-N-E-T-T. No, she definitely didn't call it that. So she's going to have to get in touch again. Oh, no. Is that how you pronounce it? Lorgnette? I don't know. I wasn't listening when you said it. <laughs> Unbelievable. L-O-R-G. L-O-R-G-N-E-T-T-E. Yeah, lorgnette. which apparently is middle french for squinting which i quite like oh yeah that is the sort of thing and in fact that's what phoebe was doing when she was pretending to see a kind of smoke stamp starter 
Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> With her long net. Well, we'll have to see what mum suggested. Yeah. it was not a long net. She can get in touch by Twitter. <laughs> Uh, one thing we didn't really ever clear up was what Monica's middle name was. We had a good go at guessing. Oh, yes. I haven't got any updates for you. Sorry. Oh, right. No one knows? No one knows. No one knows. It's not, yeah, it's not canon. There's a few uh, guesses because apparently Ross's middle name is Eustace. I think that was what they said, Eustace. Eustace? Yeah. but you then, that? Well, that's the thing. And then people, other people were saying, oh, there's no evidence of that. And that's a weird name to just yeah. out of the... So someone hypothesised that it would be the same name, which, again, would be weird. Oh, whether it was, like, um, Judy's surname? Is that a surname? Yeah, or just that they wanted to sort of keep them the um, same name. Could um, be Emma, of course. Well, yeah, other people were saying, oh, it's not likely to be Emma or Emily because they're sort of in the series. But then it's also, well... You're thinking of it from, like, the writer's point of view, yeah. not from trying to make it real life. Because <laughs> <laughs> it could be Emma. Yeah. You know, she might think, well, that's yeah. my best friend. Or it's just, name. you know, common common names that get used again and again. Or it could be a family name and Ross says, oh, I mean, don't use Monica, but use <laughs> Emma. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we find out a few of the others, like Joey Francis Triviani. Oh, yeah, of course. When, when people, it tends to be when people use people's full names. Yeah, which is kind of a feedy thing, because she was the one who said... Yeah. So the Francis Tribune. And uh, Rachel Karen Green. Oh, yes, of course. So we know some of them, but unfortunately, we'll just have to stick with Monica rather than Nigella. <laughs> Until we know different. French toast. Eggy bread. Eggy bread. Do you remember you trying to remember the French name? Oh, yes. Pan perdu. Pampadou, I do remember that. Lost bread. Lost bread. And do you know why they call it lost bread? No. Because they liked the idea of it is you use stale bread. Ah. So bread that would have been lost because it's stale and thrown away. Gets covered in horrible eggy stuff. But I did look up and I do think, because remember we said, ours did not taste good. Yeah. <laughs> and no offence the person who made it. Um, <laughs> they're not listening. Um, but from recipes, it looks like your it's not just like, I think ours was just dunked in egg. Yeah, it was. But they're putting like milk. Tons of butter. Tons of butter, milk or cream, um, sugar. Oh, which is why it sugar was definitely, like, yeah, not an element yeah, of it. Like a pudding more. Oh, uh, right. But we had it more as a kind of lunch we, item. Yeah, I know. Do you remember I said to you they love it for breakfast as like syrup? And yeah. Makes more sense. Mm. Uh, yeah. Eggy bread. Pampadou. Do you want to know about catfishing? We said, where does the term catfish come from? Well, apparently it comes from the actual film, Catfish. Oh, right. So that was the original idea of the catfish. Yeah. That the executive producer of that film was the one who was catfish, and this person pretended to be a 19-year-old girl. Okay. And she was a married 40-year-old woman. Right. And he made the film about it. Okay. And the term catfish came from that woman's husband, Mm -hmm. and this myth about when cod are transported, they put, apparently this isn't true, but the myth is that they put catfish in with the cod. Yeah. And it, like, nips their tails... 
to keep them sort of lively. Oh, right. So that when they get to the other end, they're still, like, good condition. Okay. For when they get killed and eaten. Yeah. And if they... The myth is that if they don't put it in, they get all lethargic and pale. Aren't, aren't as good. Oh. I'm so clear good. about how they... That translates into... Yeah, I was going to say, well, it sounds like it's good to get a catfish. Keeps yeah, you on your toes. Keeps you on your toes. <laughs> Yeah. I don't. I obviously haven't watched that film, so I don't understand no, how no. it links up. Put that on our list for films to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, get. <laughs> and then just two more, really, from me. Really, do with travelling. Mm-hmm. Um, train to Vermont. We said whether that was possible. Oh yeah, they drove up. We did that. talk a lot about routes back as we've already got America for some time. It was, this is whether they could get to Vermont for their romantic getaway. Right, yes. Chardon Ross. Yeah. And they drove six hours. So you can get an Amtrak mm-hmm. from New York to Rutland, Vermont. Okay. Don't know where that is. Doesn't say how long it takes, though. Oh, well, this is not helpful information. But it looks like Amtrak do have a lot of trains going everywhere. Amtrak was the one that you, that, what was that thing that people used to do in the gap year? Like interrail. Oh, interrail, yeah. Yeah, well, that was all Amtrak, wasn't it, in America? Yeah, because that seems to be, from what I can tell, like the main train right. company. And I'm sure I re- um, listened to something recently where someone was saying they got one of those, I think it was Amtrak, and they actually took their car onto it. Oh, yeah. Like a ferry. Yeah, I have seen those. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't realise that was a thing, that's mental. Well, you've been on one of those. Oh, yeah, the Eurostar. Eurotunnel. Yeah, in my head, that's different. (laughs) That's different because I'm crossing water. (laughs) Because you're in underground. But no, just the idea of it just being out and about. Yeah, well, you're not always underground on the... In fact, most of the time, you're above ground on the Eurostar. Oh, yeah. Eurotunnel. Eurostar is just a passenger train, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what's the one Eurotunnel? The Chanel. <laughs> Chanel. The Chanel number five. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I just hadn't really thought about that. <laughs> oh, another one, just uh, as a quick side note, uh, I will also watch a video. Um, video? Yeah. In the 80s. <laughs> video. What? Video like a VCR. Oh right, no. I just mean like online video. Oh right, yeah. YouTube. Um, <laughs> the YouTube's. The YouTube's. I think it was just something that came up on Instagram, where someone you know, because we said about that Vermont trip, and they were saying about the maple candy. Yeah. Um. Someone yeah just drilled a hole into the maple tree. Yeah. And then just put a little um pipe in there. Yeah. A little um spout. Just got out the maple. Um, sap. Yeah. And then you say, I'll just boil it, and that makes maple syrup. Yeah, I think that's what I guessed, wasn't it? Well, you didn't say that exactly. Well, I said of... you could probably get it out of the tree, and you said there would be some kind of treating effect to it. Well, yeah, so they'd have to they'd boil it to make maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in guessing, yeah, you can just drink. Just... It's just like sweet. Sweet sap. Sweet, sweet sap. Sweet, sweet sap. And then... Um, just one more thing, more of a public service announcement, really. Yeah, PSA. Uh, thank you. Um, just we mentioned hitchhiking illegal in some states. Oh, yeah. Um, just to clear that up, 
um, hitchhiking on limited access highways. Don't know what that means. No. Is illegal in all but five states. All but five states. Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, North Carolina, and South Carolina. While all but six states, Hawaii, Maine, Nevada, New Jersey, North Dakota, and Wyoming, generally allow hitchhiking on secondary road, on secondary roads. Right, so what do we think? They, where they were in Arkansas then? Was Arkansas one of the ones they went through? No, that's too far. We did keep mentioning Arkansas. No, because that was the one I kept saying. And you said, so, oh, well, what, so was it a secondary route then? Cause they, wasn't Must have been. I mean, they looked like they were pretty on the... I mean, unless it was Kentucky. I oh, can't remember what we said they went through. Mm. But... but yeah, okay. just so just to keep you abreast on hitchhiking guys. Right, I'll get on the Amtrak instead. And that's me for AOB. Thanks for your AOB. Shall we talk about who was our best friend? Oh, you're my best friend. <laughs> Silence. Oh. <laughs> you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking best friends. Do, 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 do. In last place is... Coming in at number six. It's a non-mover. I'm afraid it's the person that in the last two series also came last. Yes, that's why it's a non-mover. It's a non-mover. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I missed that part because I was looking at the uh, scores. Well, I mean, I guessed that, but I guessed correctly. I'm afraid it's Monica. Although she has moved up from, uh, so series one, she got one episode as a best friend. Series two, she got zero. She's now got two episodes as best friend. As in two votes. Two votes, sorry. Yeah, two votes. It's same episode, but two votes. Two votes. And there's a little asterisk. No, not same episode. Oh, right, sorry. Um, There's a little asterisk here because someone who shall not be named decided for one episode she wanted to choose two best friends. Yeah, I saw that and I don't remember that. Which sort of negates the point of best friend. And I don't think someone else should have let let someone get away with it. But yes, you wanted to have two best friends for the one after Ross says Rachel. Yeah, I don't really remember that. I don't know why I did that. Chandler and Monica, you chose because you said they were sort of um, kind of level pegging and they were both sweet as a couple. Oh, and it, right. Oh, that was what, yes. And no, it was the, like when that. they got together as a couple yeah. and they were good, so you felt it was apt or something. <laughs> so Monica got two, but one of those was shared. Okay. In joint. Now, how do you do it? You do you do the one above. So joint fourth place. We've got Rachel with three noms, and a strange one here. We've got we've got Phoebe with three noms. Phoebe, who won. Series one and series two is best friend. She's really slipped. Has slipped down here. And can I put also put an asterisk here? Yes, please. Um, that I kind of think on reflecting back on these and sort of listening them back again, I think I was quite harsh not to choose Rachel on your your favourite Rachel episode. Okay. Which I was... chose Ross, um, the one with Barry and Mindy's wedding. 
I choose Ross and now and yeah, on reflection, not really sure why I did that. Because I did like Ross in it, but I do think Rachel getting up on that stage and seeing Copacabana, mm. it should have been for her. It should have been hers. Well, if my arguments didn't convince you at the time, I'm not sure what we can do now. <laughs> no, I just want to say like I feel bad about that, and I don't mm, know what right, I was okay. thinking really. Do 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 Third place, we have Joey with four noms. Well done, Joey. That is well a uh, that is a step up. Although he got four noms last series. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just better than you necessarily think. He had a very bad series one of the podcasts where he got one. Ah. Now, if we were going to give a progress prize, <laughs> which is the prize you used to get at school when you're not really that great, but you've made some progress from being terrible. I mean, that's better than effort prize, though, wasn't it? In second place. We have Chandler Whoa. with five nominations. Asterix, one of those is shared. <laughs> but that is impressive, That's I'd say. very good, Chandler. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. In series one of our podcast, he didn't get a single nomination. <sighs> In series two, he got two nominations, and we were kind of scraping about for that. But, yeah, he did well here, not only in his best step, he swept the board, but convinced both of us. Yeah, but not only in that, the one after Ross says Rachel and the one with the football you chose him. Hmm. I liked him in that. Quippy Chandler, but good Quippy Chandler. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine line. So, do, 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 do. In series one and series two heat of a podcast, he was always the bridesmaid. Phoebe's nowhere to be seen, leaving Ross in first place with six nominations. Woo-hoo! Well done, Ross. Finally made it. Yeah, I know. What we thought would who would always be the winner. I know, only made it this series. So we had the one with the holiday armadillo where he scored uh, I mean so you gotta give it to him on that. So good. He got best at for Best friend for both of us. One of Rachel's dream best friend for both of us. Uh, you chose him for Barry Minnie's wedding, which you now regret. And <laughs> I chose him for one where Ross got high. An honourable mention for Judy for the one where Ross got high. Oh, yes. Well done, Judy. I'm sorry, Phoebe, but I think Jack Cousteau is dead. <laughs> it did not taste good. <laughs> so, shall we say our best episode? Oh, this is all we're waiting for. Well, should we start with our worst episodes? Yeah, let's do that. So two episodes scored the least with a combined total of 6.25 cups, coffee cups. Out of 10? Out of 10. Um, and that was the one after Ross says Rachel, which was a very much a sort of set up, you know, it was kind of a mop up of the last episode. Yes, that's right. Um, just wasn't very good. And the one with Joey's award... Yeah. Which was your best Joey episode. Yeah, it was. But didn't didn't really go anywhere. No, and I think it's a shame because that sort of Joey storyline was quite funny. Mm. Um, but the rest of the stuff, not great. Which leaves us with the best episode. <laughs> we like Joey out of the war ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be May? There was a maximum of 10 points on offer. Whoop, whoop. 
And with the maximum of 10 points, the best episode of this series of the podcast goes to... Uh, drum roll. The one with the holiday armadillo! As if we could have guessed any different. So, so good. And we've said before and we'll say it again the best ones are where it's just them just them and such an iconic one as well although we did have subsidies of ben the maitre d and michelle's gunther salesman's at armadillo costume place but no no one affecting the yeah. storylines yeah so iconic and so iconic in fact that they used the um the costume on the reunion yes the reunion also got 10 points but we didn't really count that oh, yeah. that's true <laughs> So thank you very much for joining us for this series of the podcast. Um, we do appreciate you listening, even if it's if I'm saying that just to our mum. <laughs> we do this because we just enjoy having a chat about friends between ourselves and don't expect anyone else to listen, but it's nice that people are listening. So thank you. And what shall we do next series? <gasps> Ooh. So we've got a couple of options here. We've said previously that next series might be the re- rewind, re-choice of our best episodes. Yeah, some revision happening. Well, partly because you feel like you didn't choose your best one, whereas I definitely chose my best one. Yes, but did you choose your worst one? Correct worst one? No. No, you did not. But do we really want to do worst ones <laughs> when we're still in a pandemic? <laughs> Maybe not. What's your What's your suggestion? Um, well, I just my only other thing to say about that was um, I've now also chosen my second best episode. Oh uh, yeah. Because true. the one with the football is my second best episode, and mm-hmm. I chose that for my favourite Monica episode. Yes, you did. And there is another episode which I can choose for my second best one, but you've said. I think somewhere along the line here, you've said you wanted to choose it for something else as well. So we'll be in competition for that ah. episode. So my other thought was mm. because that we have done so many from Series 6 and not many from perhaps other series and certainly not many from Season 5 and 10. Yes. Maybe we deliberately try and choose our series episode. Oh, which that's... won't mean that we'll do more. Than, it won't increase the ratio because we'll still do a series six one. Yes. But it'll give us an opportunity to go series by series and see some of the differences maybe in the series. I like that idea. Do you like that idea? I do like that idea. Shall we do that then? Okay, let's do it. So next series will be in order. Start with series season one. Yeah, I guess we'll have to split them into two different... Oh, yeah. So, yeah we'll... But we'll we'll sort that out. We'll sort that out. You, you guys, you don't need to worry about the logistics. We'll sort out the end of that. Yes, so thank you again for listening. And sorry it's been a bit gappy. We can't promise that we'll do any better because we don't know when this pandemic's ending and we don't know when we can see each other, but we'll endeavour to do our best. Yes. And don't forget to give us a rating. A five-star rating, if you will. I think the only button only does five stars. So oh, it does. Just that press that five that, star yeah. and that's it. <laughs> that would really help us. And don't forget to get in touch on the socials. At pod underscore friends on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, thanks again for listening and we look forward to seeing you next series. Goodbye now. Bye.